0: Harry
1: and Pricey podcast. Dubai
0: 92. Morning, Dubai. you with Harry and Pricey. Happy Monday. Oh, Mondays. It is oh, Monday. Forgot. Don't
1: just ignore it. Don't Ugh. look at it.
0: Have you been outside? It's beautiful. It's, it's stunning. It's so nice. It's such it? a
1: wonderful day. Yeah, but not always. One
0: day, you're going to have to get over this. You're going to have to accept that Mondays is a day of the week. It's part of your life.
1: You know what? Weather-wise, I'm totally fine with. All right. People-wise, not so. <laughs> I don't right. love it.
0: Babe, that's every day of the week for me. That's true. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you babe again.
1: Yeah, don't do that again. Sorry, we've already we've talked about <laughs> we've, this. We've
0: established that we don't we, call each we, other babe. No, but it slips out occasionally. I'm in a long distance relationship, <laughs> so I don't have anyone else to call babe. So just occasionally, you might have to go along with it. <laughs> just okay, call
1: producer Raj babe. Ah,
0: uh, okay. You can
1: call me babe. He's
0: put his thumbs up. He's like, yes, <laughs> so happy to be called babe. Um, we're gonna chat with a guy after seven o'clock uh, called Shiraz Hassan. This guy has got every celebrity in his phone book.
1: I know. He's
0: incredible.
1: He is awesome. It's part of Career Confidential. It's where we chat to people who have cool jobs.
0: Yeah, this guy has brought out all the celebs to Dubai. He was the first to bring out Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's got Lindsay Lohan's number, so I'm yep. going to hit him up for that yeah. as well.
1: We're also going to hit him up with all the advice, like, you know, how to make it in Hollywood, because he's all there to boost profiles, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have a chat with him and just get an inside view into how it's all done.
0: Uh, so we're going to cross to Hollywood and get him on after seven. But next, we're going to cross to Sydney, Australia. Yes. The Hollywood of down under? (laughs)
1: Mm, Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
0: I'm going to call my mum because, as you were aware, I've been away uh, overseas. I went to Armenia on the weekend. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. A country that was just gripped by a revolution. Yes. I haven't heard. Now, and I'm a 32-year-old man, I know that. I haven't heard a single word from my mum. Mm -hmm. You would think that there would be some parental concern. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah. Nothing.
1: You're so needy. I'm not needy. You're very needy. It's
0: nice to have your parents care about you. I know. I feel neglected, Pricey. Why
1: don't you just send them a text and go, hey, just letting you know, I'm fine.
0: It's all about the standoff. (laughs) She's got to text me first. Anyway, I'm just going to call and check in and see what's going on. Just to (laughs) let her know I'm alive. All right,
1: let's call Sydney next.
0: All right, my mum, we're going to get her on the phone next. Uh, As you were aware, Pricey, I only just got back from Armenia. Wonderful little, uh, beautiful little country and city as well. spot. Oh, I just loved it. Did
1: you hear lots of this music when you were there?
0: No, nah, not really. Um, <laughs> you only
1: usually hear it in the airport, don't you? Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah, then, they put it on for the tourists. Yeah,
1: then you get to like a cafe or whatever and they're just playing like a, a hit music. Oh,
0: they were streaming Dubai 92. Uh, yeah. I was like, I can't escape. <laughs> These people. Yeah, I can't get away <laughs> from work. Um, so I was there. This was a country that was only days ago gripped by a revolution. Mm-hmm. It was a peaceful protest.
1: Well, yeah, because you were a little bit worried, slightly mm. concerned. Uh, and you were calling them almost every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just to check if I was able to get from the airport into the city and stay at the hotel, that kind of thing. So I suppose there was some concern, some danger. Um, I got in there fine. It was all good. Obviously, we Will back and did the show yesterday. There's a new concern, though. I did text my mum and dad, as I do, and I think all children do of any age, just to let you know, hey, I've arrived here, I'm safe, blah, blah, blah. And also, I'm leaving, everything's fine, I'm on the plane. Yeah, great. I was at the airport and I was about to text my mum, but then I looked back through our messages...
1: Nothing. No. I didn't get a single text. To see how you were, how you were travelling. Correct.
0: Now, I know you've said I'm needy. I think this is more of the psychological uh, terminology of it's nice to have some concern from your parents. Well... To have that care.
1: Yeah, I mean the the old um, the the son and mother relationship. It's a, it's a strange one. Correct. I think in any family. Mm. And if uh, if your mother was texting you all the time during your trip, I kind of feel like you'd be like, "Mom, leave me alone. I'm trying to have a good trip." That's
0: irritating. But yeah, at least see, one it's text. A, it's
1: hard for mums. They don't know what to do.
0: One text saying, "Hi, babe. I hope you're okay."
1: Did your mum call you, babe? Oh well,
0: whatever. Mm. I hope you hi Harry. I hope you're okay. So let's call mum now. Oh. Because one, I haven't spoken to her for 4 days. Yeah. And I've been away overseas. She has no idea I've even survived. I could be dead.
1: She could just log in online at dot 2com listen live and there you are, bang, Harry's okay.
0: Great plug for the listen live there. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Producer Layla, put in my my phone number at home. I think it's on the speed dial there anyway. Let's give mum a call in Sydney, Australia, and just just check in. Here we go. <laughs> let's call, it's calling. Hello. Oh, uh, hey, it's me. Oh,
2: hello, how are you? Good,
0: it's your son.
2: <laughs> yes, I know it's my son. Hi, Susan, how you doing? Uh, hi, Natalie, how are you? Oh, I'm really well. Oh, that's good.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Mum, genuinely just calling because, um, yeah, so obviously you're aware I was away this weekend. Yes, you,
2: you went to the depths of Armenia.
0: Correct. I'm just going back through our messages. I sent through some photos. And then I was going to message again to say... Oh, i'm I'm safe, everything's fine. remember this was a country that was that was just gripped by a revolution and yes. uh just to let you know that it was the airport was great I, I checked in, I got there fine, the roads were open, but then I thought I'm not going to message because I haven't heard from you guys at all. not a single text of concern well
2: I'm sure I did
0: no nothing
2: well. I actually, look, I looked over those messages this morning. I actually did. Really? Because, yes, I did. And I thought, well, he hasn't let me know that he's home.
0: Well, there wasn't a single text (laughs) saying, are you at the airport safe? Are you on the plane? Have you arrived back in Dubai? Uh
1: Susan, he's being very precious. No, Don't worry oh, no. about it. He's a 32-year-old man. He can look after
2: himself. I,
0: I understand that. I, I get that. But it is I think so,
2: too. I'll tell you the truth of it. When I did see the pictures, and you were in Armenia, there was a huge relief that you were actually in a reasonably safe country. So I didn't really feel the need to keep messaging you. Okay.
0: Well, for the future, I just want to let you know that even though I am a 32-year-old grown man, it is still nice to have that concern from your mum and dad. That's all.
2: Well, look, I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And I will take that on board.
0: (laughs) All right. well, 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 just let you know, I'm back in Dubai safe. Thanks for checking.
2: Oh, thank you for ringing up from the radio station, yeah, letting right. me know that you are actually safely back in the I can I can go off
1: shopping now. Okay. So oh, oh yeah, really <laughs> retirement <laughs> life. Back to my life. Thank so you. Thank you for letting me
2: yep. know. No, that's
0: okay. Thanks, Emily. Like <laughs> uh All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see you soon.
1: <laughs> okay. Happy you're home safe.
0: Yeah. Sure. Found. Okay. All right. Bye, mother.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Love you. Love you Love too. You. There she goes. Talk about a guilt trip, my goodness.
0: Is it just me? She didn't really sound like she cared. Did
1: not she? interesting. No, no, no not at all. You're not just not. interrupting <laughs> Susan's uh, shopping time.
0: I, I, that's a retirement life, <laughs> by the way. Uh, coming up, we are going to go to a story. I think this one's out of the UK, where a woman has found something disgusting in her ear. In
1: her ear?
0: You're going to want to stick around for this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really think it's the opposite, but anyway.
0: Lead? Hopefully you're just having your breakfast for this story. It comes out of Florida. What a shock. Um, when Katie Holly, a woman, was tormented for days when she had a niggling feeling in her ear. Mm. Um, she woke up and she said, I feel like someone's put a, an ice cube in there.
1: Oh, a chip of ice. Ugh.
0: She had a cotton swab in there. She pulled it out and there were two dark brown skinny pieces attached to the cotton swab, she came to the realisation that they were legs legs no. that could only belong to a cockroach.
1: Yeah, to a cockroach. She had a cockroach in her ear. Mm. That is like my worst nightmare.
0: You know, this is the shocking part of the story for me, okay? Uh, she was rushed to hospital where the cockroach was fully alive and thrashing about inside her ear, trying to burrow itself into her brain.
1: What? dog I mean, that's an assumption. How do they know the cockroach was trying to burrow into her brain?
0: Oh, here we go. Uh, disagreeing with the doctors again, sorry. Molly.
1: Sorry, sorry. I'm just on the cockroach's side. It probably was just trying to get out, but anyway.
0: The so. shocking part. For me, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, that the roach was removed and the doctors said, apparently this is quite common, and in fact she was the second person to come into the hospital with the same scenario that day.
1: <sighs> A cockroach is trying to take over the world.
0: okay. <laughs> Do you see, this is what happens when people jump to conclusions. This yeah. isn't men in black, okay? It's an insect that is burrowed into someone's ear, probably because the room that she lives in could be a bit bit feral.
1: Two insects trying to crawl into two different people's ears. Mm. Uh, something's going on.
0: Nothing. You've never had a scenario like this before?
1: It's a cockroach, a apocalypse. No, I've never had this. It's my, my biggest fear. Like This is why, because sometimes when I'm asleep, I'll wake up and my mouth's open and I'm like... Meh.
0: Well, because when we were growing up, there was always this urban myth, this urban legend that you eat spiders, right? Yes,
1: in your lifetime. I think it's like... I think, 17 spiders in your lifetime, you yeah. will eat. Yes, correct. Yeah.
0: Now, we have no uh, authority to back that yet. No. It was just an urban legend when we were growing up. Yeah. And I think especially growing up in Australia as well, where spiders are a dime a dozen. Yeah,
1: it hasn't made it to uber facts yet. No. But it is like an urban legend.
0: But there were... I, I, so I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Whenever I'm asleep and I wake up, my mouth's all dry and stuff. I'm like, how many spiders have I swallowed overnight? And how nutritious are they? <laughs> Also a question that crosses my mind.
1: Oh, I don't know about this ear cockroach thing. I, that is one of my biggest fears. Burrowing into your brain? Like yeah, what?
0: I know, I know.
1: Imagine if it got there.
0: It hasn't happened to us yet probably not a lot of brain oh, matter.
1: you never know. There might be a couple in there running around.
0: <laughs> if you listen to the show regularly, you would definitely agree that there are some cockroaches running around in our brains. Oh, check the scandal.
1: Okay, Taylor Swift had a pretty special final dress rehears- rehearsal for her Reputation World Tour. It actually gets on the road on tomorrow night actually in, in Arizona right. but for the final dress rehearsal she brought in foster and adoptive families to see it all she also treated them to have pizza like a pizza party before and everything oh. as well I know it's so cool so over 2,000 foster and adoptive families ha- came over um, the entire crew and obviously everyone that's involved with the concert were there to do this dress rehearsal for these people Yeah. like how exclusive and intimate is that?
0: That's insane I it's love that so
1: good and then after the show ended Taylor brought everyone on stage, they took photos, she stayed for almost four hours. After the dress rehearsal, to have a photo with each and every person from the family.
0: Hey, say what you want. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but that's uh, that's pretty nice. It's like, a, yeah, in anyone's. Book, I know it's know.
1: really good, and then you know yeah. it's time.
0: Yeah, totally. So yeah.
1: that's really special that she did that. Uh, Liz Hurley. So her 30 million dirham mansion was burgled last week, and this was while she was home entertaining guests at a dinner party. It's terrifying. I know. So the thieves took off with uh, a lot of jewellery from her house in the early hours of the morning. So they were still like all the guests were still there, obviously there. Liz actually caught them. She saw them running from her house and so she called the police, sniffer dogs came over. They ruled out that it's a stalker or anything like that. They just think it was like a random raid. Yeah. Um, and they've also stepped up the security in her house since the break-in. Did they rule
0: out any guests from the party? Because that would be like real-life Pluto.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it was a friend of a friend, maybe. Yeah. But close friends, I think you can trust them.
0: Oh, you'd think. <laughs> oh, not in my house. You're waking up with us. Career Confidential. We're going to do that in about 20 minutes' time. Shiraz Hassan is going to join us. This guy has got... Everyone's phone number in his in his phone, from Lindsay Lohan to Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton.
1: Yeah, he brings out the superstars to the Middle East uh, and obviously has a really uh, like a great connection with the guys in Hollywood yeah. uh, to bring them out here. So we want to hear about his cool job.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to do Bin Day Monday for that. We kicked this off last week. The best cure for your Monday-itis, anything you want to trash from your life, get in touch with us. Yes. Yeah, we'll put it in the trash compactor. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. Do you have any that requires disposal? All right, this is pretty much a cure for the Monday-itis. Pricey hates Mondays. I
1: hate Mondays.
0: So she kind of thought, you know what, let's uh, blow our budget on a trash compactor, get it here into the studio. Whatever you want to trash from your life that'll make you feel better for your Monday, it's probably the best cure for your Monday-itis. Yeah,
1: I'm really surprised that this was actually approved by management, the um the old Management trash approved
0: lots of trash in this place, Pricey. <laughs>
1: Can you uh, bring it in, Producer Raj? Here we go. Oh, dear. we bring it in. All right. What do you want to trash from your life? Thank you. 4009. We have just wheeled in. Well, we backed it in. The trash compactor. This is this is the most we've ever spent on on our show. <laughs> I reckon this is great. Uh, so
0: whatever you like, you can just throw in there. We'll turn it on and uh, and throw it away. Uh, anything from you this morning, pricing? Oh
1: uh, well. So, you know how Kiwi Jamie, my partner, he's away. He's yeah. away for a whole week. So, there are a few of his work shirts that I'm definitely throwing into the trash compactor.
0: Is it, are they not work shirts that haven't been replaced for a long time, stained just, by sweat? Yeah, they're just really
1: yeah. old and they're not nice. And you know how sometimes clothes can like have that that smell on them? Mm. Even if you wash them, as soon as something touches them or a tiny bit of warmth hits them. Yeah. Not nice. Yeah, throw it out here. It's I'm chucking it. I'm chucking. Wait, give me. Aliyoop.
0: Turn it on. Here we go. Here we go. It's always a bit of an anticlimax, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. But at least they've gone out of my life. That's um, good.
0: Yeah, totally. You feel better now. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, I do. That's what we're after. That cathartic experience of trashing yes. something on a Monday. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. Do you have any that requires disposal? We got the best cure for your Monday, Itis. We bought a trash compactor, and anything you want trashed from your life, it's cathartic. Trust me. Yep. We'll throw it in there for you this morning.
1: We've called it Bin Day Monday. We're going to do it every Monday. What would you like to trash from your life for we We'd love to hear from you.
0: Kirk joins us first. What do you want to trash, buddy? <laughs> well,
3: uh, <laughs> I hope he's not listening, but hey, I really want to trash my boss. <laughs> uh, hey,
0: okay. consider him consider him in the trash compactor.
3: Why? Uh, well, he, he, he's crazy, man. This guy gives me the worst time of my life. I mean... You know, some things are are really in black and white, but then he'll just make me go all around to do it all over again just to suit his uh, will. You know what I mean? Just because he can. Just because he can.
1: So annoying. I hate it when they do that. (laughs) It's like you've done it like the same time over and over and over again. And then one time you do it, they're like, no, this needs to be changed. You're like, but we never changed it.
0: exactly. Oh,
1: Kirk, we're going to put your (laughs) boss in the bin for bin day. (laughs)
0: Amazing Alright, if you want to join us 4009 We're doing Bin Day Monday Whatever you want to trash today
1: Yes, Kareem from Rack Has joined the show Kareem, what are you trashing From your life?
2: Hi, good morning Yes, well I live in a compound And many other people live here The problem we have here Is that a lot of people they don't put that trash in
1: the
3: chute. They just leave it outside for other people to do it. Oh,
1: that's so annoying. Oh. That happens at your house, Harry, as well.
0: I hear you, dude. We, we Someone put a sign up on the door for the uh, entry into the chute <laughs> that said, throw your rubbish away. Don't leave it out for other people. So yeah, I'll man, get it's ya. annoying. It's <laughs> really annoying, man.
2: So,
1: right, yeah, yeah, I
0: hate that. So,
1: All right. We're, we're trashing other people's trash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Consider it trash, dude. There we go. Confidential. This is Career Confidential, where we chat with people that have got interesting jobs. Joining us today is Shiraz Hassan, founder of Shiraz Inc. He's an entrepreneur, a media expert, a social media strategist. He's got all the celeb numbers in his phone as well. He joins us from LA. How you doing?
3: Very good. Very good. Thanks.
1: Whenever we speak to you, usually you're usually bringing over Kim Kardashian or Lindsay Lohan, or you're chatting on the phone to Logan Paul. You've got the. We used to feel like you've got the coolest job, and we thought. Instead of talking to these celebrities, we'd love to know how you do it and how you started.
3: First of all, um, you know, the the most important advice I always tell people is know what you want. You know, when I came from London, I knew exactly, specifically when I left London, going to Los Angeles, I had a mission of how do I get in the proximity of media? Because I knew that the power of media can influence the world. So the one thing I always tell people, if, you, if you're if you going to do a career or if you're going to step into a job, you've got to be in the proximity of the people that can make it happen for you. And when some people say, oh, I want to I make it as an actor, or I want to make it as a model, or I want to be in the entertainment business, there's only one place if you want to make it in the entertainment business, and that's in Hollywood.
1: Well, once you got into the proximity of all these people, you showed them how you can help them boost their profiles amongst Hollywood. You're the man that's bridged Hollywood, the gap between Hollywood and Bollywood as well, which is pretty huge. How did you come about doing that?
3: First of all, my first break actually came many years ago when uh, I was actually in LA. I was at the Hollywood sign and I was visualizing, um, you know, if I'm sitting in LA and I want to kind of uh, break through the market of Hollywood, which is a very difficult market, but I'm a very spiritual person and I was praying and at the Hollywood sign, actually, I was praying and I said, you know what, how do I craft this business? How do I, you know, uh, be the first person who can kind of bridge this gap between East and West? And I remember that day when I was praying, there was a guy actually who spotted me and he said to me, you know, I'm seeing you up there in the mountain, you're praying at the Hollywood sign. you know, what are you doing? I said, you know, I believe if you can see it, you can manifest it. And he said, well, it's your lucky day because I'm going to introduce you to a good friend of mine that I think that can help you in your career. Literally within 24 hours, he, uh, he introduced me to one of the biggest talent agencies in Hollywood, and that was really my first break into the entertainment, because it got cool. me into, into celebrities, into, you know, uh, you know, different people in Hollywood, and I basically built one of the biggest TV shows, uh, which was called Tinseltown TV, and once I had done that, that was the bridge between Hollywood and Bollywood, then I launched a company called Hollywood TV, which was the number one paparazzi company in the entire world which basically I service the entire planet of celebrity content and breaking news to the entire world. And that business actually got me close to some of the biggest stars in the world. And uh, a, a lot of people know me from Dubai with Kim Kardashian. I've been with Kim since the day one, you know, mm-hmm. and Justin Bieber and Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, Miley Cyrus, the whole list because everybody needs you know, that exposure.
0: If you have just joined us, this is Career Confidential. We're chatting with Shiraz Hassan, who, as you can hear, is pretty much the go-to guy for celebrities to come out here into the Middle East.
1: I mean, Kim was one of the first people, I think, in 2015 you brought out to Dubai. Who else would you love to bring out to Dubai just to show them, you know, a piece of the Middle
3: East? In fact, I actually, uh, funny enough, uh, just a couple of days ago, I bumped into Courtney Kardashian, and she actually, uh, we was at an event, and she said to me, Shiraz, how come, you know, you haven't brought me out to Dubai, so <laughs> oh, cool. she actually she actually wants she actually wants to come out, and I've got I've got a, a list of people right now that are, are wanting to come out. Big social influencers, big music stars, big sports stars. That's cool. Um, and, and, and also actually in other places on my radar, is Sharjah. I've been in you know coming to the Middle East for over the last decade, and I actually went to Sharjah, and uh, that's that's going to be my new hotspot. So watch out.
0: So chatting with Shiraz Hassan, founder of Shiraz Inc, on the line live from Los Angeles. Mate, thank you so much for joining us this morning. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in the scandal pricey? So,
1: Chloe Kardashian, uh, she's shown that she's 100% supporting her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson. She attended his basketball game this week. It's the first time we've seen her since she had baby True. Uh, and we're guessing she's sticking by Tristan's side, even though all of those cheating videos were released on the internet. What?
0: Why is she going back to this Not grub? Not
1: too sure. Uh, Meghan Markle, her mum, Doria Ragland, she visited Oprah Winfrey last week to bring Brainstorm ideas for a tell-all interview. This interview apparently is going to be her discussing the racist abuse that Meghan has suffered as a child and during the wedding announcement.
0: Also it's, it's from a good place.
1: It's from a good place. Yeah, right. her and her mum are on good terms. Uh, the interview reportedly needs to be approved by ha- um, Meghan, Harry and the Buckingham Palace before it's recorded, though. So it'll be uh, script- completely scripted, I'd say.
0: I just... Like, for so many decades that we've been following the royals, it's always so classy. Mm. And uh, and it's, very, it's a nice thing or whatever. there's celebs that we love because they're kind of... They're good, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if one of them's going to Oprah for an interview, it kind of brings it down a bit, devalues them. Mm. I but don't I know. Guess. That's just me on it.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I mean... When Princess Di was in part of the royal family, she was going to eat people for interviews and everything as well. Yeah, Princess
0: Diana's mother wasn't though. It still seems no, a, that's bit true. Like yeah, a bit like you know, yeah. They're kind
1: of just kind of yeah. Uh, I want
0: my five minutes, you know. Yeah, that's what it kind of feels like. Uh,
1: so we're waiting for to see that. Hopefully, it doesn't come out before the royal wedding because I just want to see the royal
0: wedding. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm going to watch it. Blinkers on. Just I'm um, the royals.
1: Yeah, and finally, Lady Antebellum learned a really hard lesson on Saturday night. The they learned that the American national anthem is really really. Impossible to sing. sing. The three of them got on stage. They were there. They tried their best. It must just be so nerve-wracking because, as history would say, this year nobody's been able to nail it.
0: Really, Fergie was the worst.
1: Fergie, yeah, Fergie really trying to turn
0: it into fever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But each band band member sang a different verse. But it's just really difficult. Take a listen. and stars
0: Sounds right to me. Oh man, who cares? <laughs> do you know the words to the Australian anthem? Growing up, that's what we learnt for 20 yeah. years when we were in Australia. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Oh, I don't. That's what I mean. I'm easy on them. Who knows the words? I don't care.
1: Well even the players, like, they were trying they were trying hard not to crack up, but they were also like trying to remember what the actual words were. It was just a bit of a shambles all around.
0: I love it. I want more of it this year. (laughs) So do I. I'm really looking
1: forward to more stuff up. Exactly. Who can can they
0: get next to sing it? Who's like out of control.
1: Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. And oh, no, he's Canadian.
0: 4009, if you want to join the show this morning, uh, we actually might need your help on something. Price and I were watching Friends together last night.
1: Because we're friends. I
0: friends. had never seen the show before. Yeah. And uh, you sat me down to watch it. It was all right. I'm not a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah, I was pretty strategic in how I did it. I kind of just had it on in the background and I could see you gravitating towards the television. And then finally you sat down and I was like, Haha, he's hooked.
0: Hooked, captured. <laughs> um, but there was a certain scene on the show. We're going we're gonna to have it on for you. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, we going to play it for you. Yeah, it resonated with us uh, about the relationship we've got with our bosses. Yes. Coming up a little later, though, Phone Invaders. Uh, sucked in, Pricey. You're up today. I am. I was up last week. Mm-hmm. This is where we go through your phone. We're going to even hear some of the voice notes from your WhatsApp, by yeah. the way. Yeah,
1: so we go through my last photograph. We go through my last Google search, and we go through my last WhatsApp voice note. Um, and then clearly I have to explain myself.
0: Are you nervous about it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you should be. Actually,
1: it's funny because my last Google's got to do with nerves. So, (laughs) Uh yeah, you're going to hear all about it.
0: Bryce and I were watching Friends last night, and this scene specifically came on the television.
1: You can still use the copy machine
2: where I actually work, but just come by at lunch so that my boss doesn't see you because Kim will just freak out and she already doesn't like me very much.
0: That's weird. I don't think my boss likes me either. I don't
2: think mine likes me either.
0: Maybe it's a universal thing. 4009... Does your boss hate you or did hate you and why?
1: Yeah, do you think your boss hates you? Because sometimes it can feel that way. Maybe they don't mean to do it, but um, unless you can actually justify why, we'd love to hear from you as well.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> if, uh, if you do want to join us, 4009's our number. Uh, this came about because Price and I were watching Friends last night and yeah. that scene came on and mm-hmm. you were like... Remember that boss uh, that you used to have? that, uh, And you were telling me the story about if you looked pretty, you were in, she was in a bad oh, mood.
1: Oh, we used to have this thing. There were a couple of girls in our office. It was, this was years and years and years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and there were a couple of girls in the office. And we all realized that our boss wouldn't talk to us if we were wearing makeup or we looked really nice. Like, it was very bizarre. Right. If we went in for anything and we were dressed up or had anything on, like, yeah. nice... There would be nothing.
0: So it was a kind of a double-edged sword. If you go in to ask for a raise, you want to look professional and, and well-presented, but she didn't like you if yeah, you're professional well-presented. you
1: just get shut down. Yeah. But then if you just wore a hat or no makeup or whatever, yeah. oh, it was completely fine. It was weird. really weird. So yeah, the only time we weren't liked is if um, we looked good. It was strange. Oh, I don't
0: think I've like been liked by any of my bosses at any point in my life.
1: Oh, I think, yeah.
0: No, and I have very good reasons why. <laughs> yeah, what are
1: your, why don't your oh, bosses like you? Oh,
0: look, because because I'm a bad employee. A hundred percent. That is the reason why. A lot of the time, I would come home and be like, oh, like complain to my girlfriend or, or my mum and dad or something. and Be like, oh, so-and-so, they don't like me, blah, blah, blah. And these are the reasons why. And they'd be like... Well, we're on his side.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> like, justified. Yeah, rock up to work on time. That's
0: <laughs> all you have to do, and you'll be in the good books. <laughs>
1: At least you're honest about it. Yeah, You're totally. like, I'm just a bad employee, I know <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love this segment when you're up for it, not yeah. me. You
1: only love it every second week.
0: Yeah. It's called Phone Invaders. This is where we invade, uh, pretty much invade each other's phones. Yeah. Um, we go through it. We have a look at the last photo, sometimes the last screenshot, last Googled as well, last voice note. Wow. Some of the things we have found on each other's phones aren't for air, obviously, or we'd have to go to the airport and <laughs> leave the country.
1: We had to filter them sometimes. Yeah. Today we haven't filtered, though. This is just true me.
0: Um. So I've uh, the producers have gone through they've sent me a report on it I've got uh, basically the details of your phone with me now mm-hmm. um, your last photo was sent to your partner Kiwi Jamie yeah it's you in a oversized shirt yeah a pair of socks pulled up just above your ankles and what looks like a pair of pajama shorts
1: Yeah, they're my boxes
0: And you've asked him can I walk down to the donut shop like this <laughs> <sighs> rock bottom. <laughs>
1: Well, I was about to go to sleep and I was like, I really just fancy something sweet. Like, I need some sugar in me. So, I didn't want to get changed and I I got up and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, can I get away with walking downstairs to the donut shop in this? I just needed a second opinion, that's all.
0: And what did he say? He said no. (laughs) Of course.
1: He said no, but I love it. He also said, oh, why don't you just get it on Deliveroo? I'm like, oh. It's literally just downstairs. Uh, it's like, the what? donut
0: shop is attached to the building. Yeah. Um, have some self-respect. That's all I'm saying, please. Please.
1: I know. I need to start dressing as if, like, when you go out, you're going to bump into, like, an
0: ex or that's, something. Yeah, that's how you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and yeah. that you're
1: going to look real good.
0: Last Googled, nervous calm, calming pills. Oh uh,
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's going on there? Well, because I'm hosting something, and everyone thinks that, you know, when you're a radio presenter, it's like, oh, they're going to be so confident and, you know, fun. But, like, we talk in a, a soundproof windowless room. Correct, yeah. It's just us in
0: here. Yeah. Under duress.
1: Yeah, so I'm hosting something later on, and, um, and I was just like, you know what, just to calm my nerves, like is there any sort of like herbal remedy that I could probably potentially go and buy?
0: One of the uh, suggestions on here that you Googled was mood balancing tablets. Did you have those?
1: Shut up. (laughs) That wasn't on there.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, last voice note. This is a voice note from your friend, Sean, who we've actually got on the show before. You guys have been friends your entire lives. You grew up together in Perth. Um, and I think this particular voice oh, this note not good. could get you in trouble with a friend of yours that you both share together. Oh, no. Called Hot Jace, who is your personal trainer yes. for you both. Let's, He's
1: both of our personal trainer.
0: Let's hear his last voice oh, note. No. This is from Sean to Pricey. Hey, Jad, Just a heads up. Jace was asking me if I,
3: we did the 1K runs between the sets yesterday Um, and I said yeah and he looked at me and I was like he could tell I was lying straight away and I said okay look we didn't do 1k but we did 500 meter sprints and he goes Nat did them as well and I said yeah 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 yeah. so just giving you the heads up in case he asks you we've done 500 meter sprints between sets yesterday
0: sorry (laughs) okay so let me understand the context to see if I've got it right here Uh, and you can tell me if I'm wrong okay you had lied to your personal trainer. Mm-hmm. You'd both gone uh, on exercise together with your friend Sean. Yeah, and uh, he'd asked you to go for a run for a kilometer, but in fact you'd only gone for five hundred meters. But both lied to your trainer about it.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's worse than that. Oh wow! So he told us to do all these different sets, and between the sets, it was a one k run. And both Sean and I were like, "Yeah, that ain't happening." And so then Sean had obviously negotiated it down to 500 metres, but we didn't even do that. But he was just trying to make sure that my story and his story were the same for our trainer. Oh, (laughs)
0: right. So we did nothing
1: instead. So
0: he was seeking an alibi for a lie that he told someone, (laughs) and that alibi was you, who could also justify lying to the person as well. (laughs) Yeah, Okay.
1: We're the worst. Oh, my gosh. If Hot Jason's listening, I'm in so much trouble. So
0: lying to trainers, mood-balancing pills, and walking down to the donut shop in your socks.
1: Rock bottom. (laughs) My life is a ball of fire.
0: (laughs) Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I'm up next week.
1: (laughs) So <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see what's coming out of that. Oh actually.
0: yeah, worse. <laughs> Pricey what's going on in the so scandal. A
1: demo of Rihanna singing Selena Gomez's song, Same Old Love, has hit the internet and fans have always speculated that Rihanna passed on this song because she tweeted the lyrics months before Selena actually released the song is in 2015. Right? Yeah, so do you want to have a listen to Selena's version?
0: Uh yeah, so Selena we used to smash this here at Divine 92. Yeah. This is called Same, same Old Love.
1: Love. I'm
2: so sick of that same- mm.
0: Love this song yeah, by Yeah, it way. was good,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: this is the leaked demo of Rihanna singing it. Mm.
0: You can't really notice too much of a difference, to be honest with you.
1: I know. It's weird hearing Rihanna sing it though for me. Uh, I'm just like, oh, it's bizarre. Let's hear it again, huh?
0: <laughs> I kind of prefer Selena doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Selena's really putting her back into it, isn't yeah, she?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. It's not yeah, bad. It's
1: pretty cool. Like, I really like hearing other artists sing, especially if it's like someone like Rihanna or Britney. Like they've they've actually demoed the song and then passed it up. Mm, yeah, I find that really. I love cool. that stuff too. Um, Simon Cowell he's undergone a non-surgical facelift to remove his wrinkles and look fresh. Okay. For the X Factor, he spent ten thousand dirhams. It's called a silhouette soft lift. Yeah. And uh, there's not uh, there's so much more you can he said there's so much more now than just doing Botox and fillers, so he preferred to do this. He said it hurts so bad, but it was good to get rid of the sun damage. And it's basically what happens is they use an absorbable thread with cones to lift the facial skin and encourage the collagen production. Yeah. And then the unwanted excess skin is pulled back by the underlying muscle. Oh. He reckons it's super painful. It sounds as
0: painful – it would be as painful as it sounds is what yeah. I'm trying to say. yeah. He looks,
1: he looks okay. Like you can definitely – See, his eyes are, like, lifted. Yeah. They're not so sunken in now, but I don't know. I just don't think I'd want to be awake for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like, not a lot I want oh. to be
0: awake for anyway, Pricey, but I get <laughs> what you mean. Hey, I reckon Jameera Beach Road, they're going to get hit up for that procedure. Yes, yeah,
1: so it's called the, what is it, Silhouette Soft Lift, oh, There doubly. you go.
0: You, if you're working down there, you'll be expecting <laughs> that today. The Harry and Pricey Podcast.
1: Dubai
2: 92.